Hello and welcome to PodSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. A bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot and practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of the HubSpot users and partners. This week, we're jumping back into one of my favourite parts of HubSpot, the Workflow Automation Builder, where I'm asking the question, how far can you go and what is possible? Joining me today is Matt Wood, who is Head of Digital here at Carmen, an all-around HubSpot expert. Welcome, Matt. How are you doing? Hi, Ian. Yeah, really good, thanks. It's always good to be back on PodSpot. Uh, it's one of my favourite podcasts to be on. <laughs> one of many. And uh, happy with HubSpot expert? I think that's probably a fair title, yeah. Um, I don't like I don't, I don't, I'm not too, being too modest, am I? But, uh, yeah. Geek. Guru. Yeah, expert guru, uh, know it all. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, let's kick off then. So we've uh, we've talked about automation before on PodSpot uh, and touched on some kind of use cases. Um, but I suppose today, really, we want to look specifically at the workflow tool uh, as a whole uh, and get an understanding of the uh, the kind of power of the possible. So in your mind, um, what can automation within HubSpot bring to a business? Yeah, okay. So I guess automation for me is that exciting functionality that really would allow a business to scale up. You know, it's it's the point where a business is ready to get really serious, I guess, when it comes to things like productivity and sophistication. That's where automation comes into play. And I, th- I think mainly um, automation in HubSpot brings a few things, core things to a business. First of all, um, I would say the ability to seamlessly move data around to the right place, to the right people and in the right format. So for example, uh, you know, a new lead generated from a marketing campaign gets assigned to the correct salesperson with the correct internal communication sent out of the, to the, that salesperson with all the details they need, all the data around the company, around the prospect, everything they can need. A deal's then automatically created into the right pipeline, ready to be worked. That's that's automation really at its finest, which really starts to scale up a business. It brings a new level of productivity to the business, You know where time-consuming manual processes and mistakes are taken away and automated process can then take over. Um, another area of uh, automation in HubSpot, um, which you know, which you can bring into business, is is the right customer communication at the right time. Always, you know, those regular touch points with customers are really crucial. And things like a welcome email when you sign up, or a personal video message from a sales rep going out automatically, it just means that customer comms are never dropped. You know, the right message is always going out in front of the customer at the right time, uh, which is crucial. And I guess another benefit is more around the service side of things where customer service is actually a pleasure to deal with rather than a chore. You know, everything from things like automated chatbots to automated ticketing systems. Again, it's about taking away this manual process, which is prone to mistakes um, and never having things like drop tickets or missing conversations, missing uh, data everything seamlessly moving, you know, from one stage to the next. Uh, so as you can tell, Ian, I think um, a seamless is the word here. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's about, um, like you say, it's removing that kind of human error, making sure that 
tasks are done in a timely fashion, allowing you to kind of personalize, but on mass and increasing productivity. So a lot of uh, potential benefits for a business there. Yeah. Um, now, we know that we can kind of automate pretty much, I guess, any business function with HubSpot. Um, but what most people would jump to when you start talking about automation is, is marketing automation, right? Um, what, what, what have you seen uh, or what examples can you give um, of how you can use HubSpot for marketing automation specifically? Yeah, I mean, there's so much, there's so much opportunity for marketing automation with HubSpot. And I'll come on to, you know, some more points um, further on in the podcast around, you know, the opportunity that automation brings to a business. But for marketing, for me, I think the best example for marketing automation is being able to really build out that customer journey um, within a business from lead to customer. Uh, you know, all of the touch points that are along the way there can be automated um, and you can use data to make those highly contextual and highly personable. That's the real key thing about having a marketing automation system connected to a CRM system. Um, you know, if you think about an exa examples of um, from that initial sign up, somebody coming to the website and filling out um, a contact us form or subscribing or anything like that, where they get, you know, an automated mailer back, which is they're automated, they're automatically added into a, a welcome program. Um, so, you know, they're getting a load of information that's being automatically sent out to them by um, they're, they're all about the company, all about the people, the company, the products and services that are offered you know, that they'll then be maybe sent a few more emails over the next couple of weeks, which is just slowly warming them up, you know, getting them touch points with the company, with the brand, which is crucial. And then there might be uh, things like triggered SMS messages as well along the way, um, you know, which, you know, can catch uh, customers at different points when they're, you know, at different times of day when they like to be on the phone or on their email. It's using data to understand when people are going to also open and actually engage with, with marketing uh, communications as well. Um, so for me, it's, it's the prospect really, um, of being able to use the data within HubSpot and, and map out and, and use the journey that people will be taking through your business and actually having a communication point at every step of the way, at every point where they need it at the right time, the right message at the right time. Um, and yeah, I would say that is probably the, the most powerful bit of HubSpot is being able to really automate that full journey and not miss a step along the way. Um, yeah. And that, that's helping marketing teams, I guess, kind of squeeze more out of the marketing activities they're doing, right? Yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, and it's also about, you know, you like I say, it's using that data, but it's also about using, uh, it's about creating more contextual, personalized messages as well. You can't forget that. Um, and that's really where marketing teams can really, um, you know, um, differentiate themselves from other brands and other businesses is because they are be a lot more personalized. They, um, you know, they're providing offers that are direct to that customer themselves, not just a generic 20% off all, all of our products or all of our services. It's like, here's an offer just for you because we have that data and know that you are more likely to go for that product because we have that data on you. So segmentation is a really key part to marketing automation as well. And, uh, you know, with HubSpot, having that CRM data connected to the marketing hub, it's really easy to actually build out in-depth segments of your of your uh, customers and customer base. And, and having that, like you say, having that data then, I guess, feeds back into 
decision making around marketing strategy. Yeah, definitely. The, the great thing about HubSpot is that you can see exactly how people are interacting with all your marketing comms, with your website, with absolutely every piece of marketing that you can go into quite granular detail. So when you are deciding on, you know, which direction to take your strategy, which um, channel you should be putting more budget behind, you can start to make data informed decisions through using the data you're gathering in HubSpot. And that's through the analytics data. That's through the sort of interactions with emails you might have in your nurturing flow, how many people have opened SMS messages, even through things like the ads tool, you know, how much ROI is being generated through that. That's all, I guess, you know, it's not automation, you know, as a sense, but it's all happening automatically behind the scenes through HubSpot's software. You know, it's pulling all this data together and giving you insights and intelligence into exactly how people are engaging with your business from a marketing point of view. So, yeah, and, and you have access to all of this stuff and you can, yeah, you can use it also. Yeah, you're right. It does. It, it does help inform strategy. Okay. Um, so obviously marketing is what kind of people would be used to when talking about automation. Uh, but what about sales teams? Um, you know, how how can sales automation kind of be a game changer for some of these businesses, particularly businesses, I guess, that are uh, trying to trying to scale quickly? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, it sounds terrible, but you really don't want to give salespeople too much manual freedom to use a system <laughs> like HubSpot. And you'll appreciate that, Ian, being a, being a, a salesman yourself, you know. They're, they're always good at admin. <laughs> Love admin salespeople. Um, so you really want to lock that process down using automation in HubSpot as much as you can without completely limiting what, you know, you don't want to cut off it. all of a salesperson's freedom, but, you know, you do want to lock down quite a lot of it um, if you can. Now, for me, the possibilities for sales automation are quite exciting. I think the bit that has the most potential is the ability to use the data and the CRM to inform and provide insights to salespeople. For example, you know, you might have um, Jim from Coca-Cola. Uh, you know, he's been on the website, he's viewed a few pro product pages, and, you know, all of a sudden his lead scoring has moved up to a threshold, which makes him a hot lead. You know, this is automation all happening behind the scene here. This then triggers, uh, you know, an internal SMS, an, an internal email notification, to you, Ian, as a salesperson, that Jim is now a hot lead and that you should be calling him, you know? So, you know, right message at the right time, but internal there, you know, using data and intelligence. And I think the, the really interesting thing is being able to plug in other business intelligence, sales intelligence tools, you know, platforms like uh, Crunchbase, Zoom Info, um, you know, you can use these and automate the data from, from these platforms, um, uh, you know, to highlight key leads, key people at companies, decision makers, um, and, and inform your sales team who these people are that you need to be having a, a conversation with them at the right time. You know, so yeah. it's, a, it's a massive part of it, isn't it? They're gone are the days now where salespeople are sitting there with, you know, lists in their notebooks or on Excel of, of you know, hundreds of leads and just kind of working their way through them. And, you know, it, it, now we can use some of these tools to, as you say, kind of surface hot leads, get get your best salespeople onto the best leads at the right time, um, and therefore increase your your conversion rates, uh, you know, and ultimately do more business, right? Exactly that, and this is you know this is where inbound sales, I guess, 
comes from, you know, inbound sales versus traditional selling, um, you know, like you say, in just hammering through Excel spreadsheets of, of phone numbers um, is, is a massive manual task that often, you know, doesn't lead to re- big rewards at all. But if you, um, you have a, a, a small data set of data driven leads that are getting delivered to you every day, that are, you know, there's this date behind behind them to say that they're hot, they're decision makers, they're people that are ready to buy a service and products, then you're going to have a lot better conversation, a lot hotter conversations with them. Um, so there's a big piece, isn't there, around um, the kind of managing pipeline um, and you know using kind of automation, I guess, to to, to move deals, move contacts through the through the sales pipeline, but also kind of using automation to make sure that you're never moving a lead on without a next step. There's never, you know, you're, you're keeping up touch points, you're having those reminders in when uh, when deals are going cold, you know, all that kind of automation, which is just keeping you at the kind of, at the top of your game all the way through. Yeah, and that I mean, that's the great thing about having, um, you know, a pipeline system, again, um, uh, built into um, HubSpot CRM is, is you're able to use those different data points and automate different things that happen based on deal data um, and op- in the different opportunities you have. So yeah, I mean the the amount of opportunities that must go you know that go missing in in companies or just get dropped or you know it must be, it's staggering really if, if you you know if you're doing a lot of if you've got all your opportunities on Excel spreadsheets then you know it's it's going to be a nightmare. You're going to be missing out loads of potential revenue. Um, the great thing about HubSpot is it, it does provide salespeople with intelligence and insight. Say, oh yeah, this deal hasn't been. There's no the last activity on this deal was more than two weeks ago. Um, you know, better get on the phone to this person. Or, you know, it's um, yeah, this deal. Someone has signed a quote, or someone has um, yeah, someone has signed a, a quote or a contract. This deal now move moves automatically automatically to close one which saves on admin you know where it could just be sitting in the pipeline for a year because some a salesperson's forgot to move it along it's, it's things like that it's just making sure data is enriched in the right place things are moving along smoothly and it's all working like a machine that's where you, that's where you want to get it to um at the end of the day and we've got uh, you know i know we use them internally but you know i think it's worth kind of covering here you know that we've got dashboards and things that flag some of that stuff to us uh, you know, so you can drop in onto that dashboard, see which deals are moving slowly, uh, and then actually go and take some action. And that's the great thing about, you know, again, it's having this, all the data in one system and within one CRM system is that you can build custom reports or around, you know, each of those different stages of the sales process. And you can, you know, you, you can have those that, you know, a sales manager dashboard where, you know, you can have a top level overview or you can go very granular and just have, you know, uh, detail about your deals or one salesperson's deals, you know, and it's a very flexible tool, the custom report builder in HubSpot that you can build all sorts of manner of reports now. And there's not really a, a huge limit to what you can do in there now with that system. So yeah, it's, this is what, yeah, this is exactly it. This is what makes HubSpot such a great um, platform is that because everything is, is in one system, it allows you, it's the single source of truth. It's something that's some a phrase we've mentioned a lot of times on, on this podcast, but it really is um, what sort of, it, it really is the difference between having, you know, a scalable, productive business and a very manual driven, um, uh, time poor, uh, 
struggling business. Okay, so so we so we've touched on um, we've touched on the possibilities with uh, kind of automation across marketing teams, across sales teams. Uh, so I guess the the kind of next logical step is to talk about customer service, um, and it's it's often one that gets a little bit forgotten in some of the conversations we have with businesses. It's about getting new leads, it's about onboarding new leads, it's about um, sales enablement. But actually, HubSpot's got some pretty good facilities, which uh, you mentioned a couple of them earlier, um, around kind of customer service, ticketing, um, those kind of issues. So what's your kind of view on uh, service automation and how businesses can best use it? So HubSpot Service Hub, you know, is it's really a, a game changer for service team and being able to automate it. So one thing that really excites me about the future of service automation is bringing that whole customer portal aspect into the overall process. You know, HubSpot having, you know, they recently released the um, ability to actually build out a customer portal now on the CMS, you know, which gives customers the ability to actually see where their, ticket, their tickets are up to and respond directly to service team within a portal itself rather than through disparate communication methods you know by email or phone or whatever chat it brings it all together in in sort of one real user-friendly area um so you can access things like the knowledge base in there and you can you can talk to chatbots and stuff from within the, the portal itself and again this this comes back to the automation and synchronization of data here as well and how everything throughout the business can effortlessly update the rest of the system of the platform when something's been actioned or sent. So, you know, um, a customer service ticket, you know, having been sent might update a load of other data fields somewhere else in another pipeline or, you know, on a, on a contact record, you know, because it, you know, it's automating data in the, in the background. So it's about being able to pull data through at the right time um, into the right record um when you when a customer service person needs it or a salesperson needs it or a marketer needs it and that's the really cool thing about being able to bring a whole business onto a platform like hubspot is that it just allows you to um it, it allows transparency within the business because you can see pretty much what you know every conversation and communication touch point has happened and and that synchronization of data is really key to that yeah um I think it's 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 the, it's true of marketing and sales, but I think particularly uh, around the kind of service hub, you know, it really offers businesses a chance to kind of deliver a really exceptional service without actually having to invest heavily in too many kind of bums on seats, you know, because often you know business owners they see the value in salespeople, they see the value in marketing people. There's not many businesses that that really see tons of value in that kind of service area that kind of you know managing onboarding managing uh managing issues managing problems whatever it might be so the opportunity there to, to use some of these tools and have you know uh, you know kind of punch above your weight in terms of the service you can deliver is is, is quite quite big i think i think yeah i mean it's just that, like we take the ticketing system for example it's such a basic thing it's just a pipeline essentially um, and it uses kind of the same pipeline functionality as the sort of main sales pipeline in HubSpot. But it's, it's such a simple thing, but it can, it can change a customer service team from being mediocre, even poor, to being sort of next level, just because they have everything organized in the system and all the data they need in one place on a, on a card, on an actual individual ticket record, you know, which means that teams can work more collaboratively and it's more transparent. 
you know, because everybody knows. So, you know, a ticket comes in, you know who the individual is because it links to their contact record. You know um, what they purchased for the, because a deal record attached to the, um, the ticket record as well. So you can see the whole journey they're taking for the business, what they have, what their issue is, and, and you can e- more easily come up with a solution or pass it on to somebody who is an expert who can give you that solution using just one platform instead of having multiple platforms to do it. So, um, yeah, for me, one of the ticketing system is one of the most powerful bits um, in HubSpot. Also helps um, with kind of revenue creation because uh, you know if you're automating, um, I don't know, flagging cross-selling or upselling opportunities or retargeting opportunities, flagging all that back to the kind of right members of the team. You know, that's about again getting more revenue, bigger share of wallet out of the clients you've already got or the, or the prospects you're already targeting, whatever it might be. Yeah, and it, that's a really simple bit of automation as well. You could literally just. You know, a lot that you know, uh, we the way we've done this before. You know, if there's an upsell or a cross sell that you you know you want to flag as a customer service operative, you can just put a checkbox in on uh, a yes no checkbox in on um, the ticket record, and um, if someone hits yes, it will ping off an internal email to the sales team. You know, um, saying there's a you know there's a service upsell um, that's come through here. Take a look at it. Give them a call. You know, and it's about those internal communications and using automation to to uh, get internal comms right and just letting the right person know who uh, the right person internally know that something's happened somewhere else and to action something and that's in, the same with the internal task system as well it can be used not it's not just a sales tool it can be used as a service tool as well and it's about making it easy for people isn't it i mean you know some of this automation you know it, it's just about making make, making people's lives easy to to do these things that from a, a kind of business leadership standpoint you want to, to put in place but unless you make it easy for people we know you know if you're not measuring it and you don't make it easy it's not going to happen so some of this automation just just takes that away yeah it's just yeah exactly that Ian. it's it's making it it's, ma- it's taking away manual process it's making it easier for people to use a system and, and, and use a, and go through a business process and it's also about just keeping data uh, relevant and up-to-date and consistent that's that's the main pull for automation. Yeah. I mean, data is an interesting one uh, because that's kind of an area which can now be automated within HubSpot, right, through the Ops Hub. Um, what are the, it's not something I know a huge amount about, but what, what, are the, uh, what are the possibilities when it comes to data auto- automation in HubSpot? Yeah, Ops Hub's a real interesting development. I think it's probably the most exciting new development for HubSpot in a long time, actually. Um, I think for enterprise level businesses, even, you know, maybe smaller businesses as well, data and keeping it clean has probably been one of the biggest challenges the business has been faced with over the last sort of 10 years or so. You know, um, it's often, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, a client's portal and it'd be, they'll have sort of tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of, of records and, and data fields and date, you know, entries of data in their system and a lot of the time it's not being managed properly it's not being um it's not being sorted it's not being it's never being cleansed at all it's never been cleaned up um so i think with ops hub and the introduction of ops hub it's um it's brought in a load of new ways that you can use workflow automation to actually keep your your crm system clean and, and to make sure that 
um, records are being updated properly. And if they don't, if they're not needed anymore, then they're being deleted and being removed from the system. Um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty that's come with, come through with Ops Hub that will help enterprise level businesses, um, really just yeah, just clean up their data. Is that is that um, is that useful as well with some of these uh, big projects that we're looking at, where we're migrating someone off um, Salesforce or you know another CRM, where that as you say they've got years of that kind of data build up or you know dynamics is is, is you know certainly had experience of that. You know, like you say, there's there's a huge amount of data in there. It's a complete mess, and they're now looking at migrating into HubSpot. Does some of that automation help? when we're doing those projects. Yeah, so Ops Hub is brought through some really good data quality tools. Um, there's things like um, data quality automation. So that will actually help you um, prep and bring through data at the best quality when you're being, because you know, if you see some CSV documents, Excel docs from companies that pulled out of like, let's take Dynamics, for example, you could have all sorts of different formats going on at all these, in all these Excel spreadsheets. And um, so HubSpot and through OpsUp actually has tools that will um, for, reformat a lot of these uh, these spreadsheets as well before you actually import them into the system, allowing for clean data from from the get go, which is is so important when you're moving to a new CRM. But there's also tools like deduplication management. You know, duplication in, in CRMs is a nightmare, but luckily in HubSpot there's actually some really good tools that will actually will stop the majority of duplication and enable you to actually manage that going forward as well. Um, there's some more advanced tools as well that actually come with, with Ops Hub. So um, there's a, a new feature they've actually released called data sets, um, which allows you to really um, categorize and collect data fields into sets of data that you can build out for reporting from the off. So there's, uh, there's, there's loads of sort of more advanced things you can do and actually some different automations as well around um around cleansing and actually you can actually automate the um the whole sort of cleaning up of data through the workflow tool through um things like um uh, uh, programmable workflows they're called so um yeah there's there's a really cool set of uh, advanced tools in ops hub is that is that similar to um the stuff around building custom coded actions with python and node or is that different yeah, so this this is one of the new things that actually came out with Ops Hub is is programmable automation, where which is a bit of a game changer. I, I guess it's still quite unaccessible for your your sort of daily your standard HubSpot user. But if you if, if you uh, you know you're a bit you've got a bit of a developer mindset, you've got those developer skills, then uh, with programmable workflows now you can pretty much. Um, automate anything to a certain extent you know and yeah you're right it's, it's a no it's it's node based or python based uh, that you can you can code these out these programmable workflows now hubspot offers a load of sort of um uh, like a library basically of ones that you might want to build out but really you know if there's some sort of thing you want to automate be that data based or comms based or you know you want to connect different systems together then Programmable workflows is, is sort of one step, um, at, at, you know, at making the impossible possible in a lot of sense. So it feels then on the back of that, that what we're saying really is that anything is possible with HubSpot automation, um, which always feels like a, 
a slightly scary thing to say because there'll almost certainly be something it can't do. Um, but, but but what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I I genuinely think that um, that anything is really possible with with automation now. Um, and HubSpot's you know it's getting to a place where you can do anything with it. You can automate any sort of process and and apps to talk to each other using it. I think creativity in automation is a really big thing as well going forward. Um, you know, in the same way you would, you know, you'd sit down and draw a picture or write a song or something like that, you know, looking at automation as a big picture tool and that anything is possible is now a reality compared to how it was a few years ago when you were constricted to certain actions or certain limits within the system. You know, I think there are probably two main influences here. So first of all, it's what you mentioned before, Ian. It is, it's through programmable automation, you know. It's opened the door to advanced automation, which a lot of other uh, ERPs and, and other CRM systems have had for a while and enable you to do is build up custom automation. Um, you know, and there's, and there's loads of things you can start doing with this. It's from, you know, things like enriching your company data with a business intelligence app. Uh, it can be done directly through um, workflow automation now rather than through a sort of API connection or a third-party app. Um, or there's uh, anything within the actual system itself, any data point that you want to change or automate, um, even like object-wise, you know, custom objects are now completely... Um, or um, you can automate them through the workflow tool as well. Um, the other the other area is actually the rise of low code and no code platforms, um, which we actually did a podcast on a few months ago. Um, so um, if you want to know what a low code or no code platform actually is, I'd go probably listen to that podcast um, because we you know, we talked to a couple of really good experts in that area. Um, but essentially, these these platforms allow you to connect anything together, any app, um, any software together, um, either the, like the highly functional, accessible glue of the software and app world. You know, what they do is allow you to take um, and set up complex API integrations between apps without the usual technical faff and extreme costs that come with that. Um, so I was actually told on that podcast. Um, whenever it was a couple of months ago that we were going through a bit of a renaissance era of API integration with these sort of platforms at the moment, which I just absolutely love the sound of. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's really interesting what you said a minute ago as well around kind of uh, creativity in this space, because, you know, you get to the point where you could automate anything. It's then knowing, okay, what do you need to automate or what's important to automate within your business? And that's where, you know, there's a lot of people out there who can uh, do the execution on this stuff, right? They can they can do the development work, you know, just the same as in different capacities with the work we do. You know, the value often isn't in the kind of execution, it's in the, the strategic thinking that goes prior to that. And it feels like that's where this is going. It's, uh, you know, who do you have as a business? Who do you go to to talk about? automation strategy to understand your business to a level where we can then say here are the things that you could do or should be doing or the power of the possible for your business specifically it kind of comes back to the customization stuff which we've again touched on in, in previous podcasts but um, that, that creative thinking is just going to be key yeah and i mean there's job role well if you take like um 
job specs going now, you know, they're for like, um, for this sort of role that you get like solutions architect mm. and solutions engineer. And I mean, I don't want to say there's going to be like solutions artists, because that's probably going for like, <laughs> too far over on the, on the creative side. But yeah, it's not like, um, you know, there are job roles coming up now, which um, are playing more to the um, the creativity side of, of this, where it's not just you sitting down, you're writing some code for one thing to do another. It's like, well, you know, it's thinking the stepping back and thinking of the big picture of like, okay, well, this now enables us to do this. Where can we take automation to? Where can we, where can we actually go to with, with automation and through these different platforms? And, you know, what's the limit? Is there a limit to it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's spotting the opportunities, isn't it? That, that, that's that's what's key. But um, okay, look, let's um, let, let's let's wrap things up then. I'll uh, I'll throw a, a difficult question at you uh, at the end. You know, we're talking about there being you know potentially no limit to to what you can automate. Do we reach a point where we we reach some sort of ceiling for automation, or do you think we're going to see HubSpot branch out further? Uh, do we think HubSpot's going to move into ERP territory, start to automate back office systems and things, or where where are the limits? Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I've no idea where, which you know what HubSpot's actual roadmap is and where they feel like they're going to go as a platform. You know, does will it be like an ERP, or you know, will that just be kind of diluting um, its its platform a bit too much, going after absolutely everybody? But um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a limit. I mean, some people will say that, oh yeah, we don't want too much automation because it's going to take, you know, it's going to take people's jobs and it's going to, you know, put people out of work because they're just not needed to do the the manual side of things or they're not needed to do this anymore because there's a piece of automation doing it all for a business already. But I think, like anything, like um, robotics, AI stuff like that, there's always going to be people needed to do the next thing or to 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 build something else or to to look after the the, uh, the automation or to to decide how where the what the automation is going to do or where it's going to go and there's always going to be that next level of um of uh um i don't know of functionality that's going to need somebody to pick up and need somebody to actually own so i yeah i don't i don't think there's um i don't think there's a limit with it i think it'd be interesting to see um you know where where HubSpot will go, um, whether it will be sort of on an enterprise level platform solely, or it will just continue to make um, it complete, itself completely user friendly to small and medium businesses as well. It, you know they've got to be. I guess they've got to be quite careful that they don't um, cut off um, one audience or isolate one audience for the sake of the other. Um, but yeah. My eyes, there's, there's really, there's no limits to it. I think, um, you know, we can, we can pretty much do anything when it comes to connection and, and connecting different services, apps, software, third parties together. Um, and that's what the really exciting thing is because you, you're able to merge lots of different functionalities together in, and, and then do like do something based on the insight you're getting from the data you're collecting on all these different platforms as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, there's a lot of opportunity, isn't there, for for businesses to a kind of punch above their weight in terms of resources. Certainly for scaling businesses, you know, smaller teams, 
but empowering them to, 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 to do more work, to create more revenue, to look after clients better. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what automation provides, particularly to a kind of scaling business, I think, but also established businesses. I think you're right, you know, HubSpot's going up the food chain, aren't they? They're going after bigger and bigger clients. Um, and some of this stuff is just kind of fundamental, uh, fundamental to that. Yeah. But there is always that need for strategic thinking, for taking a step back, for understanding, you know, what you want to achieve uh, prior to kind of actually implementing some of this stuff in HubSpot. Um, but yeah, the tools are all there to tighten up your tech stack, uh, to automate as many of your processes effectively as you want to, uh, you know, and, and ultimately improve conversions, improve revenue, uh, improve customer experience. You know, it's it's all there. It's all there for the taking. Um, cool. Well, look, Matt, thank you for your time. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, hearing your views, particularly on uh, automation. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on it again. It's all part of the, the conversation around kind of customization and making sure HubSpot fits your business rather than your business fitting HubSpot. Um, so yeah thank you very much thanks for your time Ian it's great to talk to you and that was Matt Wood head of digital at Carmen Digital thanks for listening to this episode of Podspot and make sure you hit the subscribe button and we'll see you next time